Are you also tired of one-size-fits-all weight loss plans? Meet Noom, the personalized solution that meets you where you are. Noom is able to understand your unique needs, from dietary restrictions to medical concerns. Unlike restrictive programs, Noom embraces your lifestyle and choices. Discover a sustainable approach to weight loss, tailored just for you. Honestly, Noom felt like it was made for me. It's not just about what I eat. It's about understanding why. With Noom, I've learned so much about myself and built healthier habits that stick. It's all about progress, not perfection. Say goodbye to restrictive diets and experience the Noom app for yourself with personalized lessons and expert coaching. Noom's psychology and biology-based approach has helped over 5.2 million people achieve their goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Star Wars 7x7, episode 1113. I'm coming at you from Imagination Park in San Anselmo, California. And if you're watching this on video, then you might recognize those two characters in the background. And I'm here to talk to you about the reveals from Lucasfilm at San Diego Comic-Con. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Trisha Barr, author of Ultimate Star Wars and host of Fangirls Going Rogue. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7 the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And yes, Imagination Park in San... San <laughs> Let me try it again. San Anselmo, California. It's a small park. It's like it's just a beautiful little oasis here. I'll give you a little tour of the podcast. Bench here is serving as the base for the podcasting studio. Did I say the podcast bench? <laughs> anyway, just a little park, a little beautiful oasis in the midst of uh, small town San Anselmo. And I'm here because, A, I wanted to see these. And, of course, there are also little plaques. In fact, you know what? Why don't I just show them to you? Why not? Because we're here. So if you're listening to the podcast, then please do check out the video version at SW7X7.com. But you can see... The plaque. Star Wars created in San Anselmo, 1973. It's on the Yoda side, and then on the Indiana Jones side, we have Indiana Jones created in San Anselmo, 1974. So, pretty fun stuff. So naturally. If you're up in California, you gotta check this place out, right? <laughs> All right, but what we're really here for is to talk about some of the new stuff that we're learning about The Last Jedi thanks to Lucasfilm and their presence at San Diego Comic-Con. So they have a costumes and props display going on there, and it's a smaller one than they had for The Force Awakens and for Rogue One, but hey, you know, every little bit helps. There was there was a little bit of it at D23 with a First Order lieutenant's uniform and a First Order fleet transport and an A-wing and that resistance cannon, but 
we've got a different kind of thing here this time. It's four characters from the movie, their costumes and little plaques describing them. One of them is Neen Num, right, and it doesn't tell us anything new. One of them is BB-8, and it talks about how not only is he loyal to Poe Dameron, but he's also being invaluable in helping Rose and Finn on their mission to thwart, thwart the First Order. And so, yeah, we're about to go into the whole droids in disguise thing yet again. It's going to make me wonder. He's behind enemy lines. He's going to have to look like an Imperial robot. So that BB-9E robot that we've been seeing, maybe that's BB-8's designation in disguise. I don't know. we have to see how it plays out. Anyway, we also have Poe Dameron, and it talks about the fact that the plaque does, the plaque that accompanies his uniform, that... Now that um, open warfare has broken out between the Resistance and the First Order, so, I mean, it was kind of open-y when it was the <laughs> big fight on Takadana, right? Well, I think that was open warfare for all intents and purposes, but no, I guess now we've really got open warfare happening between the First Order and the Resistance. But that he is still being brash and, and daring and all that stuff, but it's also to the chagrin of Resistance Command as well as the First Order Command. So... The fact that he's sticking out the first the um, resistance, well, I feel like we've had that sort of warning before, and it didn't exactly pan out in the way that we thought it would. And so I'm wondering if we're going to actually get some sort of action from him that is not going to sit well with Leia, and maybe that's why. Oh, hi. Just had somebody ride up on me. Um, maybe that's why. Uh, according to the <laughs> profile on The Last Jedi in Vanity Fair, maybe that's why we had Leia slapping Poe 27 times. That was the amount of times he said maybe that was hyperbole, maybe not, but anyway, yeah, that's a lot of slaps, so maybe his, his brashness and daring is what's getting him slapped, and that's how they're categorizing the annoyance of High Command. And then we also have the last character, the new character. The name is Cy Thernali. I'm looking at it on a piece of paper here. Cy Thernali, so C-apostrophe-A-I, we are guessing at the pronunciation. And that's, you know, Indy and Yoda and I are guessing at the pronunciation <laughs> that we... He is an Abednado, which is the same species as Elo Asti from The Force Awakens. And as you may recall, Pablo Hidalgo in <laughs> probably uh, one too many late nights of having to write up all of these things decided that he was going to have a little fun and start using Beastie Boys references to inspire the names and the species of the character. So I'm wondering what Beastie Boys reference this is from. I'm going to have to ask someone about it because I don't know. I've done a couple of searches so far and I'm not coming up with anybody with anybody any bright ideas. So if you have them, then by all means let me know what the blog post for the show's episode at SW7x7.com or wherever you see it on Facebook, on YouTube, what have you. Anyway, this is also what it says about Sai that's useful to know. It says he's a skillful fighter pilot of a Bednado descent, and he flies as Poe Dameron's wingman following the evacuation of Dakar. So this is something that I talked about back in May when the Vanity Fair article came out. Maybe it was back in June, actually, because there was a series of podcasts I did in June where I talked about the biggest challenges that various characters are going to face in The Last Jedi. That was something that Ryan Johnson said. He sat down with a pad of paper and said, you know, what's the most difficult thing I can have each of these characters face in The Last Jedi? And in going through that exercise, Leia has a lot on her plate. 
not the least of which is the evacuation of Dakar. So you can imagine that if the First Order is really hot and bothered about the destruction of Starkiller Base, which obviously they would be, and that they know where the Resistance Base is because Snap Wexley didn't do his job, he got the details of Starkiller Base, but he wasn't supposed to lead the First Order back to Dakar, silly Snap. So as a result, the First Order knows where the Resistance is, and they got to get out of there quick. Now, Ryan Johnson has also said, and this was at, I believe, Star Wars Celebration Orlando in the Last Jedi panel, that the First Order gets very aggressive right from the get-go, that in the beginning of the movie they take some very serious and forceful action. And so this could be the evacuation of Dakar, because when you think about it, it takes a while to evacuate a base, right? And it looks like they've been set up on Dakar for a while, so it's easy to believe that the First Order would be able to muster an assault force to go after Dakar, even though they just had the whole base explode, the whole Starkiller base. And so I think that this is letting us know that one of the opening scenes is we're probably going to see the First Order chasing the Resistance off of Dakar, and that could be a rather catastrophic series of events. So that's what I'm going to cover today on the podcast, but there has been more news announced from San Diego Comic-Con, and I'm going to cover that stuff in upcoming podcasts. A sneak preview of that is coming up after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com slash TFA. Welcome back. So Pablo Hidalgo has been interviewed by StarWars.com about the Porgs. That's P-O-R-G-S. It's official. That's the cute little creature that you saw in the behind-the-scenes reel for The Last Jedi. And I will dig into that interview and see what it tells us about The Last Jedi. And I'm also going to talk over the weekend about the publishing schedule for The Journey to the Last Jedi. Books have been revealed, and details about what they might reveal have been revealed. I know that sounds a real <laughs> slippery, but don't worry, we're going to get into all of it this weekend. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for watching wherever in the world you may be, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get separated from your master in a lightsaber duel, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not Darth Maul sliced in half, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.